Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. I want to remind you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guests. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis, or treatment. And I would encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hi, welcome back. It's always great to be here with you. And today we're talking about the slippery slope. Now, I'm going to talk about this from a weight loss perspective, but please know that you can apply this in every area of your life. It could be your relationship. It could be your career. It could be your spiritual practice. It could be physical activity, like, you know, going for a run. So what I mean by the slippery slope is, let's say we set a goal and say we set a goal that says we're going to lose 10 kilos um, and you perhaps put a six-month time frame on that and you're going to work towards it and you know that you're going to do, you're going to work out and you're going to eat better, um, so you're going to clean up your eating and you're going to get better sleep. That's, that's kind of the core principles and you're just going to see what happens along the path. But that's the goal. So working out five times a week and uh, cleaning up those your meals and maybe having what you would call or what people would call, sorry, a cheat meal or a day off once a week. So, it, you know, bringing in that balance. Or if you're like me, applying that 90-10 rule so that 90% of what you eat through the day is pretty good, right? And then 10%, there's a little bit of of play area and there's a bit of fun and there's a bit of being human. So feeling into that and what that looks like for you can is really important in doing that assessment up front. So you work towards your goal. You take all the action that you've said you're going to do. You know the thoughts that you're going to think on purpose. You know how you want to feel. You know who you're going to become at the end. Like you have this vision of who that person is going to be. And so you get to the end of that goal and you're six months in or maybe five months or seven months, whatever it might look like for you, and you lose those 10 kilos and you look at your body and you go, well, that's great, but I haven't done enough or I haven't lost it in the places that I thought I was going to lose it in. And this is actually where the slippery slope starts because This whole story around I haven't done enough is really intrusive on our lives when in fact you've actually created a habit and a routine that really supports you to work towards your goal and now you get an opportunity to review that but the problem comes up when we start to second guess it and say I haven't done enough. I should have done more leg work. I should have done more plyometric work so that I could work potentially your your butt and your thighs or I should have done more ab work so I can work my stomach area um I should have done more work in my shoulders but it's really hard to I'm just you know ad libbing here it's hard for me to lose weight up there because I carry so much weight I'm very top heavy so these are the stories that we start to unpack and start to tell ourselves when in reality you've done an amazing job like 
you've lost 10 kilos and you've done it sustainably in six months or five months or seven months, whatever it is, and you've built this beautiful habit, but here we are overlaying all the stories that we come in with and say it's not enough. So then you beat up on yourself and you're going, okay, well, now I have to work harder, right? I can't maintain what I've been doing because that didn't get me to my actual end goal. And now you're redefining what that end goal is. But the challenge here is that at no stage have you stopped to celebrate what's happened, what have you achieved. At no stage have you done that. And you might have, or you might have done it for a minute, or you might have sort of said, or I might have sort of said, well, that's really great. Let's go and have a cake to celebrate, which is kind of outside of what we were trying to achieve, right? We wanted a healthy lifestyle. We actually wanted to lose those those kilos. I, and I probably had a picture that at the end I could go back to my norm, old normal eating patterns. But that's not really the reality. And it's actually not who I am when I kind of get to that point. So here I am six months down the track and I've really, I've done all of this work. Um, I look amazing in my jeans and my tops and stuff like that, but I'm not amazing enough. So coming back to that, well, now I have to work harder. Now I have to do more. So I'm going to up my workouts to six days a week. I was doing five, but now I'm going to do six because I still see the benefit of having a day off. But maybe on that day off, I'm going to do some stretching and I'm going to do or and or walking. Um, So I'm still going to do some sort of movement. Um, I'm already out of the house generally for an hour at least to go to my fitness sessions. And now I'm really going to strip back the calories that I'm eating. So for me, I was eating 1,600 calories a day. Actually, I was eating more than that because 1,600 is where I'm, you know, if I'm in a coma, that's effectively what I need to eat. So if I'm exercising and say I'm losing 600 calories through a fitness session, well, then I need to eat the 1600 plus the 600. So we're getting to two, two or 2200 calories that I kind of need to eat. And then, you know, we just naturally expend like a hundred calories every hour just by hanging out and wandering around and doing stuff. So perhaps I need to strip all of that back. And now I'm going to go to a 1200 calorie diet because I'm getting to this point of restrictive and I really need to tone in and, you know, hone in on what I'm actually doing. And I'm hoping that through what I've just described there, you're kind of sitting there and going, no, you need to stop. And and I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But this is what I've learned over the years, even in my own journeys around, you think that you're going to get to a certain point and you're going to be happy with your body. But the reality is we need to start thinking about, and I, I in particular, need to start thinking about being happy in our bodies now. Because losing 10 kilos, fitting into a you know smaller jean size, or if you're on the other spectrum where you've got to, you want to gain weight um, and fitting into the next size up, we think we're going to be happier when we do that. It's like we're going to be happier when we win the lottery. Well, why can't we be happier now? And so bringing in this happiness and really appreciating our bodies for who and what they are, and really loving on ourselves means that we're going to turn up on a daily basis and not starve ourselves, one, to go to 1,200 calories. We're not going to calorie count to start with. (laughs) We're not going to up those sessions. 
What we could do within the five that we're already doing is we could actually up the weight that we're doing or the intensity levels. So we just change the dynamic of the actual class so that we're working a little bit harder from an anaerobic, anaerobic perspective. So pushing our bodies in a safe manner um, a little bit differently within those sessions and still, and still getting amazing benefits. Do you know what I mean? And still being healthier. One of the things that I really love about uh, kind of mapping where you're at from, you know, a weight perspective, it's not the weight and it's not the calories or the BMR. It's actually the visceral fats. This is one thing that I'm really kind of interested in. And this is where I don't think there's too much of a slippery slope in this, in this bucket, but the visceral fats are the fats that sit around your organs. And so knowing that they are high means that you can then start to work on reducing those fats around your organs, which is going to support the blood flow to the organs and just generally support them better. Um, you can do this through scales that you can buy online. You can go to certain gyms who will do scans for you and, and get all of that sort of information. But knowing that sort of thing takes the decision to make changes to your body outside of what these societal norms sort of say to us around how we should look and what we should be wearing and, and all of those sorts of things it just allows us to come back and go, I just want to be a better version of me. And isn't that a really great place to start? So looking at that slippery slope and just saying, do you know what? I'm going to celebrate where I am right now. I have created an amazing, amazing habit through the last six months. I want to tweak it. So this is what we do like around assessment. I want to tweak what I'm doing. And I've probably been working with a, a trainer through my gym or through a personal trainer, whatever, to say, hey, I want to make changes in these areas. What could I do? What exercises would really support me to to build more muscle in that space and reduce some of the fat that I've got there. Not to say that we want to do that per se to bulk up. Some people naturally have that um, that tone to their bodies and it's beautiful and it's more around just how can I support my body a little bit more um, and just find that balance and that definition for you and for me as it stands for, for us, not for anybody else. So this is you know, just a lesson that I've learned and something that I've seen along my path uh, with other people where we kind of go, it's not enough. But once we look at what we have created, we can actually take things deeper and we can love ourselves a little bit more and we can go, hey, let's have some fun in this space. Let's, you know, do a heavier weight. Let's do some more anaerobic activity, which means shorter, faster, um, so like hip training kind of uh, cardio. And so we can do that kind of that work, but we don't have to flog ourselves and we don't have to be in the gym for 10 hours a day to get some sort of outcome, but our body's completely fatigued because that's all we're doing. Our bodies actually need rest and we need that sleep. So thinking about that six months where we've, you know, created that beautiful habit, we've, we've cleaned up some of our eating. We're not perfect. And we've enjoyed life in the midst of that. And we've had birthdays and we've celebrated with people. And then we've gotten some really good sleep. Like when you get to 
have a look at this holistically and have a look at what we've created or what I've created, you kind of go, wow, that's amazing. So what do I want to do on that next deeper level rather than thinking, oh, I haven't done enough. There's two different levels here, right? That I haven't done enough, it comes from a scarcity model, it comes from I am not enough model. Whereas when it's when you've done it and you can see it and you can marinate in it and you can be really proud of yourself, you can bring yourself down to a deeper level of, a, of self-appreciation and you've got some self-compassion in there because you know that things just happen and we get to be flexible and we get to have some fun and you just come to that next level and go, okay, what do I want to do next? What am I excited about? What's my intuition telling me? Because I've been guided so far by my intuition and it hasn't done me wrong. It's only my mind when I get to the end of it that's telling me that I've done something wrong and I have done nothing wrong. So I hope this is helpful for you. I hope that in setting your own goals, you start to think about it from a perspective of being playful. You can go back to my episode, my playful episode and download my guidebook for um, playful goal creation. And you can create your own goals and really dive into what do you want out of life? What are the things that are important to you? How much fun can you have while you're doing it? Because you can have fun getting healthy or changing your health, whatever that looks like for you, um, and shifting in that space. And you guys told me that because I put a put a post up on um, on Facebook about this. So you guys told me that it can be fun to be healthy. And there's so many people out there that are doing what they find fun and they are healthy just because of it, as opposed to getting caught up in some of the stories that really aren't supporting us. So have fun with this one. Get that goal creation going. Know who you're going to become at the end of that goal. And then when you get there, do an assessment. Do not go, I haven't done enough or I need to do more. That's really not going to support you. And if you do go down that path, ask yourself, how is it supporting me to think this way? Because often what's going to come up is you're going to be beating yourself up. You're like, hang on, do I want to think about myself that way? Or what can I do? What can I change? How do I want to talk to myself? Um, What am I proud of in these moments? And what's a way that I'm going to celebrate what everything that I've achieved? And what's a way that I'm going to take this deeper and get to know me even better? Thank you for joining me today. And please head over to my website, Instagram or Facebook business page and share your key takeaways from this episode. If you're keen to level up your health and your life and create a new path that aligns with you, I'd love to chat with you and support you on your journey. So head over to my website and book in a free initial health coaching consultation. And let's talk about what you want to create in your life because it's totally possible to live a life you love every single day. And next week, we're going to talk about different modalities. So there's a plethora of options out there that you can tap into, whether it be Western or Eastern medicine and be on that physical or spiritual plane. Let's just have a dive in and just sort of talk about how these things can play out for us. What are some of the benefits of doing them? What are some of them? Because that's really interesting as well. And see... What, I'd love to know what you've tried before. So let's just have a great conversation about that next time. See you in the next episode.